And here we go. So here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are, we hope that all is well with you. And we are so looking forward to today's uh, discussion. And we are so glad that you are here with us. Uh, my name is Howard Sapp with Now You Know. And we are here just to uh, kind of bring you guys, give us information based on, you know, just what's happening in our world and what's happening you know, here locally, you know, via our, our county, our state, you know, our nation, but then also, you know, things that's happening in the world and want to make sure that everybody, you know, definitely kind of understands and give you a little perspective on the things that's happening and how those things affect us, you know, from a nation standpoint, from a state standpoint, and even from a local standpoint. So again, I'm Howard Sapp with Now You Know, and I have my cohort, my co-host um, with me, um, Dr. Cindy Banya. Dr. Cindy Banya, give everybody a big shout out. Everybody, we are here from the slightly cooler Southwest Florida. Yes, yes, nice little yes. breeze this morning. So. There you go. There you go. Waking up to a little, it's not 90 to 95 degrees out there right now. So I right. think what the high is supposed to be, what, mid 80s or something? Yeah. Something like that, which which is which is nice, which yeah. is really, which is really, really nice. I'm cool so down for us. Yeah, there you go. You know, you can get outside and do a little something at least for you know, longer than, you know, 10, 15 minutes before you have to come back <laughs> in and drink a gallon of water. That's know, right. So, yeah. That's my right. youngest, when we were walking to school this morning, she's like, oh, it's so wonderful. Like oh, I'm really? not sweaty. <laughs> like I usually am. <laughs> that is, that is, that's huge. I mean, that, that is huge because I know for, um, for a lot of the kids, even I know with high school, because skews, um, different sections of different schools take in different times. Of course, a high school is early than elementary, mm -hmm. then middle school. And I know that, you know, with my wife in the middle school, um, they they're the last ones that, of course, you know, start. But so the kids are out at the bus stop a little bit later, you know. So by the time they get out to the bus stop, I mean, that sun is it's already hot and, and it's, it's starting to cook, you know. So it's I'm sure that that makes a huge, huge difference for them. So I'm sure that they appreciate that. You know, so, but yeah, but, but today let, we want to talk a little bit about what's going on. And I'm sure just about everybody has seen um, and or heard about, you know, some of the things that's happening, you know, within, you know, the world today, especially right now, because of, um, of course, because of the, the, the news, you know, what's happening with Israel and Palestine and those bombings and the things that's going on over there. And we kind of want to talk a little bit about that and, and what, you know, that actually means, what it is. You know how it affects the U.S., how it affects us, because I'm sure a lot of people like me, you know, some years ago was like, you know, that's, you know, so far removed from mm -hmm. here within the United States. But it still affects us because of our relationships, you know, with other countries and especially specifically at this point with Israel. So it affects us in a way that, you know, we have to make sure that we're mindful and, and you know, kind of go from there. So uh, I know that a lot of people want to say, well, why? you know, Palestine, you know, bombing Israel. And basically, like we were talking before, you know, what's the beef between the two? And, you know, a lot of people and, and that war, I think, you know, in just my opinion, is something that uh, will probably continue because it's, you know, has to do with, you know, some religion, some land and that type of thing. So, you know, there's nothing that we, the United States, can do that's going to basically solve that issue. That's something that they would have to work out. But, you know, we're still affected because of our relationship with Israel. And I know that uh, you, Dr. Banya, you're 
you know, um, had a lot of lot of education and, and experience with the um, international piece. So kind of wanted to get your perspective and kind of fill, you know, our, our, our listeners in on, you know, what that actually means, what's going on. And so that they can get a better understanding of those things that's happening. Like I said, I can give my birds, I can give my 30,000 uh, foot view, you know, from, you know, basically a, um, you know, from one of those issues or just say, you know, Israel and Palestine for dummies or something like that. I can give that that kind of perspective. But but from from your perspective, from like I said, from your knowledge, you know what? You know, how, how does that look? Yeah, I do have a, a international relations undergrad and a graduate degree. So this is mm -hmm. something that I've spent a lot of. I will say Middle East is not my area of expertise. I'm East Asia, but I do have a lot of time looking at all these interconnections. Mm -hmm. Wanted to start off with, though, saying our hearts and minds are with the people of Israel and Palestine mm -hmm. as they are facing these atrocities, right? It's yes. always the regular people that get caught up that in conflict. So yes. And I think that there's a lot of things going on and we're seeing a lot of hate and awful things going. I just wanted to take this moment and just remember, these are all people. Mm -hmm. And it's the people who are being injured and killed and caught in this this conflict that, mm -hmm. you know, I, I want to sp send special thoughts and prayers to them because it's, you know, it's war is not something that people like and love. Exactly. Exactly. So I just want to put that out there. Then first, why does it matter to the U.S.? Let's start right there. OK, mm -hmm. yeah. the United States was the first country to recognize Israel. Okay, mm -hmm. it's back true. in 1948. Okay. And mm -hmm. it had to do a lot with this, with after World War II and the Holocaust and people, the displaced Jews in Europe after the Holocaust looking for a homeland. And this mm -hmm. has been something that had been looking, uh, they've been looking for for a while and people have been looking at settling in that region. Now, the conflict really goes back to the fact that there was already a nation state of Palestine exactly. there. Yes, yes. And an ethnic group of people who were Islamic mm -hmm. um, and the other controlling factions in that area included Jordan and Syria and Egypt and Saudi Arabia. And you get some Iranian influences because of the different types of Islam. And they had been fighting in that region for a long time. A long time and right? And not to make it any more complicated, let's throw in some <laughs> British colonial rule as well, right? Let's just throw yeah. some British colonialism yeah, yeah. in there. Right, yeah. You might, might as well add you a little bit more to the pot, you know, so. Right. So basically you have a really small area, by the way, mm -hmm. guys, True. really True. small geographic area that's got a lot of historic and cultural significance for Jews and Christians mm -hmm. and uh, is uh, um, Muslims, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they they've been fighting over it for a long time in yes. fact the city of jerusalem yes. had true. been totally under international control because different factions couldn't decide on the governing body of that mm -hmm. so right. that's kind of like the way back way back of how this has been going on um and the role that the united states plays you know then moving forward you know, we have different groups of folks, um, different backing groups. You know, you have Iran and Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. who have been funding different terrorist organizations there. Yes. And that mm -hmm. is based on, again, that conflict between the Sunnis and the Shiites has right. some historical uh, significance in that area. Um, then you even have Russia and the United States kind of in there playing both sides at different times oh, in history. Definitely, definitely. Um, and 
you know, so this is where we've come to thus far. The United States has had a vested interest in Israel as a regional ally and Mm -hmm. democracy that was not Islamic based in the region. So it kind Mm -hmm. of all rolls back down to this. It's geopolitics, identity politics kind of wrapped into one. The United States made a strategic bet that they wanted Israel as a partner in the region and they've stuck with them thus far. And so that's kind of brings us up to here where we see Hamas, who had been a longtime organization that had been the ruling body, by the way, of the Gaza Strip, Mm -hmm. uh, had moved from this position of being a terrorist organization under Yasser Arafat and the PLO, the Palestinian Liberation Organization, and to a more actual political Political position. Mm -hmm. And then now they've actually you know, started to fight and they had initiated this conflict with Israel in a coordinated attack across 22 locations in Israel and Mm -hmm. um, through that. And, and, and by the way, in this meantime of all this messy stuff, the Palestinian people have been cordoned off into areas in Israel, including the West Bank and Mm -hmm. Gaza Strip again and Gaza Strip just for comparison is five miles across. Right, right. Right. Hundreds of thousands of people and their checkpoints to get in and out. And that was something that Israel did for security. Mm -hmm. So that because there had been people who were bombing and and doing different things. If you remember back to the 80s, the bus bombs and stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. So they put this area in. But of course, that limits people, your your food, your water, your education, your resources. So people are kind of in. Supposed to be under what's described as the two-state solution. So Hamas, as the official elected political organization in the uh, Palestinian territory of of Gaza Strip, and... The Israeli government were supposed to be working together to try and figure out the best thing for all the people. That has really specifically fallen to the wayside recently with the far right government coming in to power in Israel. Uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu had been thrown out Mm -hmm. for corruption and then his party won again in a coalition government with an even more far right government and he got back into power. And they were really focused on restarting these things called settlements, Mm -hmm. right, where they take uh, Israeli people and they put them into the Palestinian territories. This, by the way, has been something that has been deemed in the international community as widely illegal and kind of like the beginning step of genocide. It's very common in different countries that they do this, right? Um, and, and, And also part of that was that land that had been land and homes even of Palestinian families had been appropriated um, going back to the establishment of Israel and even before that during the British occupation, right? So Mm -hmm. in some circumstances, it's literally like giving a house that had historically been in a Palestinian family's family to an Israeli settler. uh, settler. And And they they just made that um, legal, I think here, not... Right. Too long ago, and, and from, from my understanding, and, and I kind of read something about that, it was probably about, about 4,000 plus yeah. entities or, or situations to, that, 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 that had happened. And like you say, so you're taking, you know, from one particular group or person or family or whatever, and then giving to the other. I mean, I mean, you're just taking it. I mean, there there is no, 
and there's nothing that they can do, no recourse. And this is, you know, some things that, you know, people are like, well, what is going on? And, you know, the question as far as how do we support Israel when they're doing certain things like this? And this is, and, and, and the thing is, people can't say that this has been with uh, President Biden, because you know President Biden has had dealings with um, right. uh, President Netanyahu, uh, uh, Netanyahu, um, President Trump, you know, yeah. and they they've had uh, President Obama, you know. So this goes back, like you say, I mean, uh, not all the way back to mm-hmm. President Clinton, you know, and and continuing on back. So this has been a while as far as I mean, this relationship. Listen, it goes actually well, not Netanyahu, but you know, Israel in itself and Israel as a, as a geopolitical strategic place. I mean, I remember as a, as a 12 year old in the Mm -hmm. first Gulf war under HW Bush watching the same type of thing happening um, just before the invasion of Kuwait. Right. So this was, this has always been part of this and it very easily uh, is connected and related to other conflict in the region. Right, right. And then one of the things, you know, that they were saying that, you know, because of the fact and, and say, well, why, why do you, why does the United States continue to have relationship with Israel and want to support Israel? Um, because looking at Israel, they're saying that Israel is one of the um, uh, uh, places that have, well, basically the the democracy, basically okay. democracy within that region, trying to maintain democracy within that area because everybody else is you know, not necessarily, you know, of the democratic value. You know that 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 we um, now are within the United States are under. So Israel is one of those that you know look and try and push and and continue to support democracy. You know from a standpoint of that's where the United States is hoping and trying to garner that particular type of support. You know and and we support them. You know in a number of ways and and one of the biggest ways definitely is financial and and because of well, well why do we do that and one of the reasons. Um, is because, you know, they have, you know, people can say what they want, but Israel has, I think they were saying something similar to our national security, you know, and how we actually rely on their intelligence a lot for that particular region, as far as giving us information, support, and that type thing, because of the fact that, you know, what's going on, what's happening uh, with basically, like you said, with the nuclear uh, nuclear bombs and, and, you know, so many different things that happen within the region as far as national security issues, Israel in that particular area is one that gives us so much information. And they're one of the basic, they they would say one of the leaders in the world as far as that type of um, information and that type of intelligence that we want to make sure that we kind of tap into. So we want to make sure that we kind of hold them so that they can give us what we need in reference to certain information or certain types of information when it comes to national security issues. And that's one of, and I'm not saying the total issue, but one of the main issues that we continue to try and partner with them so that we can have that information. Absolutely. And the Israeli state has two main uh, intelligence agencies, one called Shin Bet, and mm-hmm. they function inside. And so they're the ones that have the most amount of information about Hamas and the activities. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's a big concern geopolitically for the United States because Hamas coordinates frequently with Iran, right? Exactly. With Iran, there you go. Yes. With nuclear yes. power that mm-hmm. does, that has, is of a concern to the United States, right? And mm-hmm. does not have a good relationship or normalized relations whatsoever with the United States. Right. And then there's the external intelligence agency that uh, Israel has, which is called Mossad. Mm-hmm. Mossad, by the way, is, does really 
fantastic and not like fantastic in like a happy way kind of thing. But like, like they are like James Bond. Okay, let's just put it that way. Like, like if you've seen a James Bond movie, um, like Mossad is, I mean, they are high powered, um, very well informed organizations that are willing to do a lot of things that are outside of the ethical purview of the United States okay. uh, yes, intelligence yes. agencies yes, okay. yes. Um, to accomplish their needs. And mm -hmm. as a strategic ally, the United States likes that. Right. Yeah. You know, which, which is, which is huge. Um, like you say, you know, so you see a person come and you say, well, that person was never here, you know, that, you know, so it's, um, yeah. You know, it, like it, it, most, most recently there was, um, uh, there was a, a an organization that was threatening I Israel. Well, because, I mean, frankly, with a lot of the terrorist organizations, they target Israel first because it's mm -hmm. close to their region. So that's right. why, especially post 9-11, the United States got uh, even closer to Israel in that fight mm -hmm. because the, the attacks were always very prescient for them. Um, but uh, that the Mossad is not above, like, for instance fabricating british passports and sending hit squads in to assassinate somebody because that's, that's something that happened not too long ago right wow, uh, yeah. putting the britain's mad because it's know. like you, they fabricated their stuff and then Mossad is like a ghost they're like we didn't mm -hmm. this doesn't exist right mm -hmm. um so but that's you know they are a very small country and they have to constantly be fighting the the folks around them gotcha yeah which, which is which is huge and and and, that, and that's the thing that um, well, one of the things, you know, that I know, like I said, well, when, when the United States and, and how we get involved and um, have to be careful you know, as far as a lot of times what is said, how it's said, you know, and how we position ourselves, even as a country, you know, and attachments to Israel. And I know that, like you were saying, you know, so many other countries, you know, have influence, you know, over there, like you said, with the, with the Arabs and with Iran and with even with Russia and those guys, you know, how they play such a political part in that particular region. You know, so you have some that's going to support, you know, some that's not going to support. So it's like, whose side are you on? Are you, you know, pro-Palestine? Are you uh, pro-Israel? And, and, and a lot of that filters to within the United States, because you have people from Palestine that are here. You have people from Israel that are here. And like you say, and then you look at the Jews and, and how they're being affected. And, and the Palestinians are saying that we're being put upon, you know, by Israel. And then Israel's, you know, one is saying, well, this is our land. The other, other ones are saying, well, this is our land. It should be this way. It should be that way. And then who are, you know, who's the United States to say which way it should be in trying to maintain, you know, the um, being, being, not necessarily saying yes, you're right or yes, you're right, but want to maintain again our position of we want to ensure that we continue that relationship with Israel based on the things that we need because Palestine at this point doesn't really have you know a lot to to offer in reference to what's going to help us you know so that's where the United States standpoint is right now. We're going to kind of back those that kind of at this point help us, but still not because I know the United States doesn't agree totally with everything that Israel is doing. You know, so Israel is not to where, you know, OK, well, whatever you do is right. No, the United States, that's not their their stance. That's not our stance. They don't totally agree because Israel, you know, some of the things that they're doing, like you were saying before, just one of the things that, you know, taking, you know, homes from a certain group of people or a family just to give it to someone else. And, and you can legally do that. No, that's 
that's something that the United States is totally not in favor of, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's huge, but, you know, wanting people to understand actually what's going on and, and it, you have to basically just do your research to understand, you know, no, yeah. it, it's not where the United States are sanctioning, you know, anything, any war or anything like that, not because of the fact that we want to support, you know, we want to try and maintain democracy. Of course, we want democracy across the world. We know that that's not going to happen, you know, but, you know, from the standpoint of, I guess a lot of times who can actually help you, that's where the United States is. And 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 we just want to make sure that everybody kind of understand, you know, why the why and the what's happening and the why it's happening and why the United States take the stance that it, that it does. And then that kind of filters down to, OK, well, how much support do we get? And now that begins to look at, you know, our and one of the things that that was happening even within our own Congress, you know, and that begins to further that divide within the Republicans and the Democrats, you know, well, we're, 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 we're giving them, and yes, the United States is giving Israel a whole lot of money, you know, but how much do we continue to give? Do we continue to give and, and that type of thing? So those are things that, you know, creeps into, you know, how we are being affected and we're being affected, you know, yes, financially. Um, but then you look at your political party and say, well, you know, what do you do? And then, you know, so those are things that, I have to make sure that everybody is aware of it and, and how those things affect us as a, as a country. I was kind of grimacing when you said like yeah, the money thing, because yeah, we actually have been funding the Israeli military for a very long time. Yes. We have a very close strategic relationship with them. They, they, mm -hmm. they do purchase a lot of weapons and things from the United States always have been, mm -hmm. um, you know, the Israeli army is actually one of the largest and most powerful armies in the world. They conscript mm -hmm. men and women um, mandatory service and they're they have enough financial capacity to have very high powered weaponry so they're very yes. sophisticated and they have a very large army uh, to begin with and that does have a lot to do with the strategic relationship that they have with the united states of course mm -hmm. we are in the we are in the position of arms sales we're the largest right. arms sales uh yeah. producer in the country in the world like our country mm -hmm. is um so this is strategically important for us this is economically important for us and i just want to throw out something in case that everybody didn't know that there's and the reason that you see the the vast majority of american politicians are coming out full swing from for israel you know and actually that's been a little bit like co-opted by the far right but mm -hmm. all american politicians are basically going hey we need to support israel because of the historic relationship but also because of those uh strategic and economic ties there's mm -hmm. an organization called right. apac that funnels a heck of a lot of money to congress and to the presidency in fact one of the first things that you get when you're elected to congress is an invitation from apac to go to mm -hmm. israel wow. um and it, that is part of that is to secure the relationships. And by the way, you, in case you didn't know, Senator Cory Booker was in Israel at the time. I know. I, I know. Yeah. He just, he just would recently got back. And I was going to say, I'm going to like go out on a limb and say that was probably an APAC trip. Okay. And the idea is to create both a friendly relationship and personal mm -hmm. ties to Israel, okay, and kind of also playing on our own Judeo-Christian background and values, okay? Right, right. Um, but if you'll notice the controversy, you know, you have two 
congresswomen, uh, Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar, mm-hmm. who are, you know, Ilan Omar is a Muslim woman, and right. as is Rashida Tlaib, but Rashida Tlaib is actually Palestinian. Palestinian, I was going to say, right. Mm-hmm. So they have been speaking out and talking about just some of the atrocities that mm-hmm. have been faced by those people. And they've been widely labeled as anti-Semitic. And that, for me, is a very troubling dichotomy, because I think like you said, we can be in support. We can understand the real politique of having a strategic relationship with Israel mm-hmm. and still recognize the the negative things that are happening to the people of Palestine. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and call them out on that. Right. Like just because that they're a strategic and important ally to us. And frankly, just because Hamas, create, uh, you know, did horrible things mm-hmm. doesn't mean that the continued oppression of the Palestinian people is OK. Exactly. Exactly. And, and exactly. I, I, that's also kind of mixed up in this because you see people, there are people that are charged up about this. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just I, I'm like I'm begging everybody to just take a moment and to, to recognize it and, and also to kind of you know, understand the geopolitical component, like the political side of it too. Yes. It's, there is these things that are, that are terrible and there is this strategic reason and, you know, it's governing is, is never cut and dry like that. And sometimes you have to make a decision and sometimes it is going to be national based. And I think that's very much an explanation for the support for Israel. But I think that you can also still look at the other side of it. And then that's okay too. And not to condemn the people by saying, okay, well, they're on our team. And so everything they do is fine. Because that's absolutely not the reality. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 And I think it goes back to what you said initially when we first started talking about this and the piece that you wanted to point out that, you know, who's caught in the middle, you know, and you have so many people that um, are just trying to live, you know, trying to, you know, have better than better themselves, feed their family, you know, take care of their kids and that type thing. And they're the ones that's caught in the middle because when, you know, Hamas starts bombing, when Israel starts bombing, those are the ones that's, getting killed. Those are the ones that's being destroyed. Their homes are being destroyed. Their businesses are being destroyed, you know, and you move forward from there. So those, that's, that's who you have to really look at it. And, and I understand that even from the standpoint of, of, of the United States, and like you say, a lot of those decisions are politically based, you know, however, and, and, and however Israel and Hamas and those guys, you know, decide to make whatever decisions they're going to make about what their next action is going to be. That's the same way that we have to do within the United States. And we look at our current Congress, you know, and they go and they begin to make decisions and they begin to make um, choices, you know, that's going to affect us, the ones that's in the middle, the ones that working, trying to take care of our families, trying to, you know, make sure that our businesses, you know, are, 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 moving forward, trying to make sure that we have money to pay our bills and that type of thing, get our kids in school. The choices that our own elected officials make, you know, are the things that's affecting us. So we're the ones that's caught in the middle. And that's why we try and and, and continue to press upon, you know, those that are listening and, and those that we talk to, even within the community, uh, how important voting is, because you want to make sure that you get people in place that's going to 
do the right thing, or at least you hope that they would do the right thing when it comes to those issues and problems that affect us as a community, us personally, but then yet us as a nation. You know, we understand that everyone's not going to agree with every decision that's made. I mean, even within our own household, within every relationship, we don't agree with every decision that a person makes. However, we're able to make sure that using common sense, you know, that, you know, we can understand this is why this decision is made. I may not like it, but I understand it. And then we look at, you know, right now, our, basically our own um, nation is pretty much kind of in throes of not being able to carry out business because we have, you know, the Speaker of the House, you know, mm. well, we don't have a Speaker of the House. Oh, we don't. We don't have a functioning Congress right now. Fantastic. So even, what a fantastic time. What a fantastic time to do that. Yeah. So so if, if we're trying to say that we're going to do X, Y, Z for Israel, they can't do that. If we're going to say we're going to do X, Y, Z for our own country, we can't do that because of the throws that we have right now that's going on within our own congressional you know, our, our, our congressional cabinets that that's, you know, from the right side, from the left side, red and red and blue, it, it makes no difference. And, and then here's, here's the thing. It makes no difference what side of the aisle you're on. You can't do business because of the fact that we don't have a speaker of the house, you know, so regardless of what your political views may be, regardless of what, you know, your stance or, or issues or whatever concerns may be at this point, there's nothing that anybody can do because we have a, such a, and, and we have a jacked up Congress right now that they can't go in and do the job that they were elected to do. And who's at this point in the middle of everything, the people that they're supposed to be supporting, you know, which is, I don't understand it. I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. Well, because we had a majority in Congress, some of the Republicans who thought it was fun and more important to go on their petty bickering and, mm -hmm. And these silly things about completely, by the way, based on like not collaborating with Democrats, which is right, exactly. a horrible strategy to begin with. Definitely. But that they were going to do this, and, you know, and the economy be damned, international relations be damned. But mm -hmm. if we know if the government's not working and the Congress is not working, it's not a big deal. Well, guess what? It is a big deal is a big when deal. one of your major allies goes to war and you don't have a leader. Yeah, I mean, which is crazy. And, and 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 you said something so, you know, to me was was key, you know, that, you know, they want to do all of these things and, and say, you know, the economy be damned, you know, um, our allies and, and basically us being able to do business be damned. And the first thing that they're going to do, the Republicans are going to say, well, it's the Democrats fault. And, and my point is, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know, it, it's the Democrats fault. But are you not in Congress also? What is your responsibility? What are you supposed to be doing? Are you not supposed to be working with the person that's on the other uh, other side of the aisle as you to make sure that these things don't happen? You're supposed to make sure that our uh, nation's issues and business is handled in a uh, definitely a responsible manner. But you're going to say that regardless of whatever, I'm not going to do anything. Because one of the things that even when going back to the presidency of uh, uh, former President Barack Obama, I've heard. I heard so many Republicans come and say or just said that they weren't going to vote on anything. Their main purpose was to get Barack Obama out of office and to ensure that he did not have a second term. That's all that's all they were going to do. It had nothing to do with the welfare and the well-being and the maintaining of the nation's standards, the nation's policies, uh, the nation's financial business. Nothing to do with that. Your main goal and purpose 
is to make sure just because it was a Democrat, right? just because it was a Democrat. So that tells me that you're not in it for anybody doing anything right. You're not in it for the right reasons. You're strictly in there for the political aspect of it. And that's where we have to make sure, like you say, we can have the Republicans come in and say, I'm not doing anything because, you know, it's just not right. So I'm, are you not doing, you're not doing the job you're supposed to do. I wish I can go into a job and say, you know what, because you're not paying me enough or doing whatever, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to get to the job and sit there and I'm going to do all I can to make sure that you as a supervisor or you as a CEO lose your job. You know, I mean, the first thing you're going to be doing is you're going to be on the street. Yeah, it's like, it's actually more like, well, I don't like the people I work with, so I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And I'm going to try to get my boss fired. And that's that, you know, it's like, it's it's more, it's like, I, I just don't like them. So so we're going to do everything to oust them. It's like, it doesn't matter the job I was hired to do. Like, it doesn't matter if I do that or not. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's not how we ended. It's definitely not how we want our Congress <laughs> as regular people to function, right? Like, we want them to do stuff and we want them to do it, you know, together. And this is where I always tell people, like, if we got such crazy animosity right to left right now. I said, look, mm -hmm. I, I don't care. I, I love talking about different perspectives and you think exactly. we should do this and you should, I think we should do that. Yeah, let's have those conversations. But this stuff where it's all about my team versus your team yes. and I'm going to, I'm going to dunk on your team, mm -hmm. um, even if it means hurting the American people. No, I'm not down with that. I'm not. Crazy. I'm really not. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. No, nor, nor am I. And you know, I think that it's it's a sad, it's a sad place to be. You know, when just the first thing that you do is ask a person, "Are you Democrat or are you Republican?" And if you're what based on your answer is going to base how much you know I work with you, how much support I'm going to give, or anything has nothing to do with. We got so many people in this area that you know fighting to find a job or, or not necessarily find a job, but, right. you know, as far as the pay is concerned, fighting to get a job that's going to make sure that they're able to take care of their family. We have so many people that at, the, that at this point or this juncture, especially for the state of Florida, you know, mm -hmm. worried about, am I going to have enough insurance to cover my home if something happens? Mm -hmm. um, educational wise, are my kids going to be able to go to school and get a, a good education, you know, not based on, you know, what a book or something like that is or, or dealing with a, a crazy governor, you know. Say, what about the crazy people think happened in the past? Exactly. Reality? You know, so it, it's it, it's crazy when it, if, if I get to a place of that's all that you're talking about, whether or not or your concern is whether or not it's a Republican or it's a Democrat, but you can't come in and handle the business of the people and the, and the matters that's at hand that's going to help people move forward, you know, as, you know, just as being able to live, you know, when so many you have so many people coming in and saying, well, the United States is the great, the greatest country in the world. And I'm taking nothing away from, you know, a lot of the opportunities that are here within America. I mean, I, I do believe that we have a lot of opportunities, but I also know that we have a lot of, um, Grift and ass politicians. <laughs> I was, thank, thank you. There, there you, there you go. There you, I, I was looking for a good word. You know, I, that that wasn't a word I was going to use. But, you know, I was going to. The first thing that came to my mind. I was going to use another word, but but definitely that. You know, to say that you know this is all you're concerned about and your worries and your issues, all of the things that people are fighting and struggling against. You're worried about someone if they're a Democrat or Republican. When when Hurricane Ian came. It didn't say whether or not you're a Democrat or Republican. I don't know how many blue tarps that we had over uh, homes. 
just as many Republicans as it was Democrats. I don't care how many businesses downtown Fort Myers was lost, just as many Republicans as it was Democrats. So regardless, when, when, when the stuff hits the fan, it doesn't matter what political party you're a part of. It doesn't matter whether you're white or black, green, blue, or brown. It doesn't matter whether or not you're you support LGBTQ, you know, anything like that. It doesn't matter to those things. It doesn't matter whether or not you're Hispanic or it doesn't matter. What matters is making sure that we have right people in the right place is going to make right decisions and good decisions that's going to make sure that everybody is taken care of and taken right. care of in a manner that's going to move our our local um, our local communities forward, you know, our you know statewide communities forward and even our nation moving our nation forward. But when you get people you know, that that's really and and we, and we can look at, you know, the Republican Party because they're the ones at this point that's making so much noise and noise in a negative way, not just for our country, but even yet for themselves. You know, I mean, you're making yourself look stupid. You know, I mean, it is what it is. You're making yourself look stupid based off of. I mean, we can we can go back and we can start listening, listing, you know, people. And, and and of course, we can you and I can talk about, you know, the, the crazy governor that we have now. But we can go back to our president, you know, and, you know, and how people support, you know, stupidity. And, and it, it just it just makes no sense at all. Yeah. The America that I know and love is the one that stands up for what's right, mm -hmm. believes that we can have bipartisan conversations and still get things done. We stand with our international allies and we fight for what's right with them. With right? them so if yes. they're doing wrong, we help them to do the right thing. Yes. That's the America that I want to see us get back to. I want to see our Congress working. I want to see our Senate working. I want to see our president working. And I want to see us building that global community where we are touting freedom, touting democracy, and helping others to find that path. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. And, and and that's the thing. And I think it's so important. One of the things, one of the comments that you had made was the fact that just because I don't necessarily agree, you know, with everything that you say doesn't mean that we still can't work together, you know, kind right. of paraphrasing what you said. Um, and it doesn't mean that we can't work together. I know that I'm not going to agree always 100% with my wife. But we're not getting we're not we're not, you know, not going to work together just because of the fact that she may. OK, well, what do you want for dinner tonight? You know, well, you know, you want spaghetti. Well, I want it, you know, fish or something like that. OK, so since we can't agree, we, uh, do we not Nobody eat? eat. <laughs> we do we not eat? You know, so the kids are standing looking at us, you know, and say, OK, so they can't agree what's for dinner. So I guess we just don't eat now. And that's the attitude that a lot of the politicians have, that just because you don't agree with me and I don't agree with you just means that, you know what, nobody eats. So who's caught in the middle? I mean, the kids are caught in the middle or whoever else. I mean, they're looking People. at us like, I mean, are you guys not crazy? I mean, you're the ones that we think that are supposed to be the ones that's making decisions. And here you are, you know, quibbling about, you know, Nonsense. Something that really makes no sense. Nonsense. You know, so I, I, I agree with you that I hope that we can get back to you know, a sense of urgency in, in, in regards to making sure that the people are taken care of. You know, and I know that you can go back to our Constitution, you know, that, you know, that we the people, you know, and go through that whole thing, the preamble, you know, that people always want to tout and, and speak on and stuff. And and, and it, it's, it's, it's really crazy and sad that we have to have these type of conversations when we have so many people that are homeless, so many people that are struggling, 
so many people that are fighting and they still have hope for the country that, you know, you know, touts to being, you know, the, the tout about the greatest being the greatest country, you know, in the world. True, but not without issues and problems. You know, we yeah, still have not to- without people willing to work to, to solve exactly. those problems. Exactly. Exactly. So we want to, I'm not going to hold you guys too much more longer, but again, my name is Howard Sapp with Now You Know, and we thank you guys so much for being a part of this conversation. Again, what's going over, what's happening over with um, Israel and, and Palestine and Hamas, and um, just want to make sure that you guys do do a little bit of homework, kind of kind of go back a little bit and see where all of this began and, and how the United States plays a part and how this affects us even as a country, you know, but then also looking at, you know, within our own country, the things that's happening and making sure that you're well informed of everything that's going on and what can happen. And we do hope, you know, that we get, you know, the people in the right places that's going to make sure that our country moves forward, that we're taking care of the people and we're taking care of the people's issues. Um, No, everyone is not going to agree. Let's put that out there now. Everybody's not going to agree all the time, but we know that we do have uh, people that even are running for office, that's in for office, you know, hopefully we'll make sure that we get those people in places, put people in places where they're able to work together, you know, in a sensible manner and, you know, throwing all of the, throwing out all of the nonsense and let's look at some common sense issues and taking care of uh, coming up with some common sense solutions for our issues that we have. We, we can do it. I believe that we can do it. You know, so we are here and we are here. And if anyone has any questions, comments, anything about, you know, uh, anything that we've discussed on the on the broadcast on the podcast, you know, certainly uh, email us, you know, hit us up, let us know if you wanted to come on and discuss some of the things that we've talked about or you have some issues that you want to discuss, you know, certainly hit us up and let us know. We're, we're welcome to any conversation that you guys are, are interested in and talking about. And we, we, we value your opinion. You know, it may be different from ours. Guess what? That's okay. That's you know, okay. We, we, can move, we can we can move forward from there. So, Dr. Bang is going to tell you how you can uh, support local uh, media, and um, we hope that you guys will. So, again, my name is Howard Sapp with uh, Now You Know and Dr. Bang. Thank you. If you would like to be on the show or you have any questions or comments, you can email those to us at info at bigmouthmediafl.com. And we would love to have your support. We are independent media here at Big Mouth Media, and you can hit over that to head over to the prices and plans page, support this podcast $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year, or you can get everything for just $19.99 a month, get our videos and all of our content delivered directly to your inbox. Head over to the prices and plans page on bigmouthmediafl.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye-bye.